Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Some of you know, some of you may not know, I started my first business at the age of 24 and exited 10 years later. And to be honest, I thought I was going to be in this business my entire life, really. You know, and there's so many principles to learn around this, and we're going to get into, you know, just the, the story about what brought this exit about. But just kind of touching on it a little bit, it really came down to a values alignment. And one of the reasons why I always say that we have to be flexible and we have to adjust with our goals is because we become different versions of ourselves. We become different people. And we were about probably, we were eight years into this business when Kara came to me and, you know, some of her long-term goals and plans had changed. And that's not surprising because, you know, anytime that you've been married to somebody for eight years, 10 years, anytime you've been in business for eight or 10 years, your goals and your desires are going to change. And that business, and in this case, a business partnership either needs to flex and adjust and match your values and your desires or you might need to look at whether that business is serving your needs any longer. And, you know, one of my mentors, I heard him say early on, I think I was 25, 26, maybe two years into business. He said, if your business isn't helping you achieve your personal goals, you just own a job. And that's basically what was happening to me. But the business was no longer serving my needs. It wasn't a values match. And again, Kara had some dreams, you know, in the long term that weren't going to align anymore. And so this is a story. Um, of us looking back, kind of talking through uh, how that all came about. And hopefully you enjoy it. And hopefully you can learn something from it. And again, I think the key principle with this is don't get too stuck to the plan, be flexible in the outcomes and the way things move and happen to you and for you in life. Let's get into it. Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. It's almost never as bad as we think it's going to be. And it's probably almost never as good as we think it's going to be either. And so it's, you know, Justin Donald told me this one time a couple of years ago, he's like, it's probably going to be somewhere in the middle. And so, you know, I think with, with all of us entrepreneurs, um, I think that's a very valuable um, statement on both sides, because we probably spend more time dreaming about what could go south. But also we spend a lot of time dreaming about best case scenario. And, and that's often a, a missed target as well. So it's somewhere in the middle. So given it all up in 2012, Kara came to me and she said, so by this point in time, we had a hundred over a hundred employees and the business was doing pretty well. We'd gone through a couple ups and downs. And um, by the way, anybody that thinks, you know, business is a, a linear or, you know, a, a slow pathway up. I mean, obviously we're, we're fooled because it's like, it's like that meme, you know, the, the day in the life of an entrepreneur, it's like the highest highs and the lowest lows. And that's why we need communities like GoBundance because, you know, everybody's always talking about their wins, but man, we get our rears handed to us on a daily basis. We're just good at dealing with it. And so anyway, Kara comes to me in 2012 and she said, Hey, when our youngest graduates, which would have been the year 2022, um, I want to take a year off. And this was Kara being, you know, that dreamer visionary. Um, I couldn't have married a better person. And I subscribe to what Naval Ravikant said in his almanac, like the, the number one most important decision we'll ever make is that person that we marry. And Kara is just such a gem, but she came to me and she said, Hey, 
we got married so young, literally our entire adult life. We were just having this conversation six months ago. Our entire adult life has been raising kids and building businesses. We started so young. She said, when our daughter graduates, I want to take a year off and I want to regroup. And you know, in the, in the Jewish culture, which I'm not Jewish, by the way, but when they get married, they take a year off and, and they get to go like grow with each other. I don't know if this is like all Jews, but we were learning from somebody at that point in time that shared that they, they get to take some time and really get to know each other. Well, Kara kind of wanted to do the opposite. She said, you know, when the kids are kind of gone and doing their own thing, I want to take a year off. Well, I said, okay, yeah, great. That sounds like a great plan. You know, when you have like these BHAG kind of goals, like bucket list type things, take a year off. Like I never thought about taking a year off in my life, but I thought about this for a few days and I came back to her and I said, are you serious about this? And she said, yeah, I'm, I'm serious. And so I started like thinking, what does a business have to look like 10 years from now in order for me to take a year off, which, you know, I had one stumbling block that probably would have kept me from accomplishing that. And it was my business partner. I went to my business partner, by the way, great guy. We were great business partners. I didn't have the traction um, language in, in my support system, but he was an integrator. I'm a visionary. We just didn't know that language at that point in time. If I had, we might maybe could have even done better. But I started telling him, I said, hey, look, I think we should hire a general manager so that you and I can work less long-term. And I was kind of like trying to plant the seeds in a way that, you know, maybe not just have to come out and say, hey, in 10 years, I'm taking a year off. And he was like, well, what are you going to do if we hire a general manager? Because that was basically my role in the business. And, you know, I just started realizing that we were not values aligned. In fact, this guy is one of those guys that's going to be 75 years old and still working 80 hours a week, which is fine. We were talking about lifestyle entrepreneurship and and kind of the pendulum swings. Um, I'm in a season of working hard. Like I'm working more right now than I've worked probably since, I don't know, 2010. We go through seasons. But when I realized that I was not in values alignment with my business partner long-term, it's like Dan Sullivan always says, the eyes only see and the ears only hear what the brain is looking for. So my brain started looking for, you know, how, how do I... How do I peel apart this business that we've built together? And to make a long story short, we got approached out of nowhere um, by KPMG and they had a multinational client based in Finland that does $8 billion a year. And they wanted to buy 50% of our business. We had a mining division and they wanted the gold mining division. So we went through eight months of hell negotiating with these guys. It fell apart at the final, like literally the last three days of negotiations, they flew their whole team in from all over the world. And we were like at the finish line, we were like a million and a half dollars apart on this deal deal fell apart. But the thing that I realized after that, like I literally was kind of frustrated the next few days because I was like, this was my exit, right? But what I realized is we had a valuation from the same side of the table of me and my partner being on the same side, understanding what the business was worth. And so to make that long story short, I put together kind of a buyout plan. And I said, Hey, look, you can take seat A or seat B. I don't care. True win-win. You pick. Um, he picked seat A. We told our management team like, Hey, he's leaving. He's getting bought out. Within a week, he was like, I can't imagine what this is going to be like. I'm nothing without this business. Can we switch? I'm like, sure. I told you it was a win-win. So we had to go back to our leadership team and say, just kidding. He's not getting bought out. He's not getting bought out. He's staying. Mike's getting bought out. Anyway, long story short, I got bought out in 2014. and But that was all because Kara said, I want to take a year off. Kind of led me down this road of like, this business isn't serving my needs anymore. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you'd take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.